Welcome to Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim and I've got another special episode for you guys. Uh, this time I'm talking to Tom Lowe, who was in the band North and South. And they had a TV show on CBBC called No Sweat. If you remember the episode, I was telling you guys that I was trying to um, get one of the members of more than one of the members to come and have a chat with me about their show, about their music and what they've got up to since those days in the 90s. And uh, fortunately for me, I got in contact with Tom. He got back with me and yeah, we recorded a really fun episode. It's available on audio and video. So if you want to watch it, you're more than welcome to go watch it. If you want to download the audio, it should be available wherever you get your uh, your podcast from. And in terms of the video, it should be available on our YouTube channel. So here's the chat that I had with Tom. Sit back and enjoy. Thank you so much for doing this. Honestly, <laughs> I appreciate it so much. No problem. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I just, I just, it just occurred to me, I can probably find, I don't know if you're using video or just audio, but I can probably get um, a better, better light if I go out here because I have a nice little um, balcony with a view of the ocean. I was going to say, are you, are you about to hit me with a Hawaii view? Yeah, let's see if I can do that. Oh, there, there you go. Oh, oh, that is that is incredible. Oh. Yeah, that, this is actually my my first um, first morning here. I just flew to a different island. Oh, okay. I flew from I flew from Oahu to Maui yesterday nice. evening. So so uh, this is my first morning in Maui. Awesome. Yeah. How how yeah. is how is Hawaii? I mean, apart from the amazing views and the sunshine, Hawaii's great. I love it. It's uh, the hiking is amazing. It's world class hiking. I had no idea um, how good the hiking was going to be because I've been to Hawaii many times, but I've never really had the time to do that. Yeah. To, uh, to to go into nature and and just um, go on these really spectacular hikes. So that's that's been, I think, my favorite thing here. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. let's let's just start like from the beginning, like childhood, <laughs> growing up. Obviously, I think my podcast <clears throat> is all about old school cartoons and TV shows. So, what were you right. growing up? What was your favorite oh, yeah. TV shows? Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, I was, I was one of these um, kids who got home from school after being on the bus for an hour, and I would plunk myself on the chair, and I would watch Neighbors and Home and Away religiously. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up like going way back. I was watching Neighbors when Kylie Minogue was on Neighbors. That Ooh. gives you an idea of, of how, how old I am. <laughs> I was, was going to say, and... without showing your age, what <laughs> era of Neighbors were you watching? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was watching Neighbors a long time ago. Uh, probably from the age of eight all the way to the age of 16, like five days a week, I watch Neighbours and, okay. and Home and Away. Um, so didn't you get a so, chance to watch cartoons or was it just yeah. the soaps? Oh, no, I watched cartoons. I remember going to my grandma's house and watching um, He-Man with my cousins. Okay, nice. Yeah, I loved, I thought He-Man was cool. Um, with Skeletor and all, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Banana Man as well. I, I was kind of, I was kind of into Banana Man. Um, ooh, cartoons. Yeah, I, I, I definitely loved the Disney musical stuff. So, so I remember, I think I was 15 when Aladdin came out and I bought a ticket to go see Aladdin at the 
at the cinema and I w went by myself and watched it and just loved it, you know, absolutely loved it. And to this day, I think that is one of my favorite movie soundtracks. You know, definitely yeah. aladdin's a cracking <laughs> film definitely <laughs> and if we sort of now go on to north and south and no sweat i mean how did that come about for you so i was um i was in school i think i was probably around 16 17 at the time and a friend of mine on the school bus sarah she saw um, this guy, Tom Watkins, who was a manager of, of some famous pop groups in the UK. Like he'd managed East 17, Brass, Pet Shop Boys. And she saw him on this uh, kids news TV show called News Round at the time, talking about putting together a new act. And she said to me that she thought I should go for it. And um, she helped me do a little photo shoot. I recorded some songs singing in, in, in school with um, my friend who played the piano and I sent it off and then ended up going down to London for screen tests and was picked to be uh, one of the four members of North and South. Uh, and we had a top 10 hit with our, our first single and we had a um, kids TV show on the BBC called No Sweat which ran for two seasons and was the most popular kids TV show at the time. And uh, yeah, and it was kind of the beginning of my career and it was a wild time. <laughs> uh, and we, we recent, I think we, we actually all got together last year and I think it was 22 years since the release of our first single. Oh, you know, yeah. I was literally going to ask you, one of the questions was, are you still in contact with the other <laughs> members? And you just answered that now. Yeah, yeah, we all got together um, last year. And I think the only other time we got together, all four of us, since um, the North and South days was, was, I think like 11 years after the first single. So we seem to be having these, this pattern of 11 year reunions, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty random. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to have a 33. Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I just want to say this to you. Like, I'm not even like capping or nothing. Like growing up, this was my show. Me <laughs> and a, a, a friend of mine in our class, because it used to come on, I think, every Thursdays at five o'clock. So every Friday, we would always talk about this show and we'd be like, I've got an idea. Yeah? No. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not, I'm not even joking, dude. Like, we would do that all the time. We'd just be talking about it. Honestly, I'm a man, not a boy. That is like, that was my song as well. I loved that song. It is such a, oh, you know what, listening funny. to it like the other day, it still holds up, man. Uh. It still holds up. It's not aged badly. Like it's still like, it's like fine wine, mate. It's like fine wine, listening to it. You know, even breathing as well. That song is like, <laughs> I remember that from my childhood so much. Yeah. When I heard it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, Aww. how old was I? Nine, yeah, I'm nine years wow. old all over again. Yeah, wow, that's so cool. Like, that's so cool. I've never heard anyone describe Man Not A Boy Like A Fine Wine. <laughs> it's the first time. <laughs> so this is bringing a lot of joy to my heart. Honestly, dude, I'm not even <laughs> joking, exaggerating. Like, ev like every, like the episode when you all come together and sing "I'm a man or a boy" in um, Jimmy's house. Honestly, we yeah. were talking about that episode forever. We were like, "Oh my god, oh they my made gosh. the band! They made the band!" It's you so know, funny. Like, again, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then you have the girls coming in doing all the harmonies and the ad-libs. I'm like, yes, they got them, they got them. And that's so cute. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. I, I'm is... not even kidding you. I, this is the first time I've ever spoken to anyone who has, who has told me that they reacted to what we were doing like that, you know? Like, 
in the way that you did. So that's that's really sweet. It's like you said, like it was <laughs> one of the, the, the biggest shows on CBC. Yeah. And I think yeah. as a result of that, because obviously you have so many people watching the show, it kind of translated into the fact that you got into the top 10 with I'm a man, yeah. not a boy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we, we had, um, we had a, a really great team behind us you know we we ended up getting a, a fantastic record deal with rca and then very soon afterwards the bbc came along and so we had this like and the, and the management were very were very renowned so we had this like power team behind us you know and and uh and yeah it it definitely we definitely were like pretty famous for a quick minute <laughs> i mean what i wanted yeah. i wanted to kind of ask you was because in terms of like as you were saying with the the tv show and that bringing in an audience do you kind of wish like as a band north and south were around sort of in the social media age with like twitter insta like having that kind of fan base where you know that like one direction will kind of use yeah. Twitter to build their fan base, call themselves 1D Army or whatever mm. they're calling Yeah, I've often I mean. said, you know, I've often said if, if Instagram uh, was around um, 22 years ago, 23, 23 years ago, um, for sure I'd have like millions of followers, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's okay you know like maybe it's for the maybe it's for the best that i don't have millions of followers yeah but honestly i do think that with with what you have i do think there's some kind of authenticity and like there's going to be like a group of people honestly i don't think i'm the only person i reckon i could probably scour the world wide web and find at least i don't know a hundred other people actually not even a hundred millions because like millions <laughs> of people were watching this show i think two three million easy were like watching this show yeah yeah so, 2.7 million yeah there yeah. you go and it's like it was a it, lot yeah and so many and as a result of that it's like they're gonna listen to the the songs and whatever and they're gonna have a similarish reaction yeah and things like yeah, that definitely so. when it, whenever i meet people who are who range between your age and and about 10 years nine years older and who are from england pretty much all of them remember north and south and they remember the song man not a boy and they and they remember no sweat you know it, it, it so i i still today will meet um british people who are my age and and 10 years younger who who and if i you know tell them like who I am <laughs> or what I did. They're like, no way. I totally remember that. You know, like most, I would say most people for sure. Yeah. Like remember it. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like you still look quite similar to as you did uh, in 97. <laughs> Apart from the, the facial hair. Uh, I'll be like, yeah, uh, that's Miles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yeah, that's, that's definitely Miles. Yeah. <laughs> So in in that in that respect, yeah, I'd be like, oh damn, look, it's it's it's, it's smiles from from no it's sweat. Smiles, oh, yeah. It's that posh one. <laughs> oh, what it's was the name? Saint one. Ethelburgers. That's it. Yeah. Oh my God, Saint Ethelburgers. Saint Ethelburgers. Oh my school. goodness, that's hilarious. I've not heard that. I have not heard that in a long time. Oh, do you know what? I, I will say, like, one of my favourite scenes was I think you and uh, another kid in the swimming pool, and he's like trying to like. Uh -huh. and you up and you just have a look at him and you just <laughs> toss him over into the swimming pool that was brilliant <laughs> loved that scene because it just kind yeah, of the swimming pool fight scene so oh. random you know we so were talking random. you know we were talking about that particular area so like you know like normally in our school we have like the changing rooms and that's how you go into the swimming pool it kind of looked yeah. like in that cafe, you just kind of walk in through the front door and the <laughs> swimming pool was just right there. We were like, what's, what's going on there? <laughs> You're so right. It's like you just walk into the pool with your normal clothes on and stuff. Yeah, you've got like tables some, for the cafe something. and you have the, the big epic fight scene and then you just have a look at the guy and it's like, 
second. I'm way bigger than you are. You, you know, throw this him. makes no sense. Throw him overboard. Uh, that honestly, that hilarious. that scene was was absolute classic. So, like <laughs> in terms of after North and South and and no sweat, you went to Harvard and you are fluent in Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this was, uh, well, so after the band disbanded, um, I spent three more years in London um, doing shows in, in London and in, in, on the West End. I did uh, Les Mis and Cats in, in London. And then, uh, and then I moved to the US and, and uh, ended up doing four years at Harvard studying East Asian studies. And my major was um, Chinese language and literature. And, and uh, I would say in 2004-ish, my, my Mandarin Chinese was fluent. You know, I went to China maybe six times and like really picked up the language. I had a job out there for four, four months. And after that, I, I was pretty fluent, but, but, um, so now, God, what we're talking like 16 years after the time that I was fluent, I'm, I can hold a conversation in Chinese, but I'm not, it's not like where it was for sure. <laughs> that, that is so yeah. cool. That, I think that <laughs> Thank is you. awesome. <laughs> Mandarin fluently. I was going to say, like, how has that kind of helped and benefited your career and, and things that you... You know, it hasn't... I wouldn't say it's really helped my career. It's it's just been kind of this little side fun venture that I did. I I Part of the reason that I went to college kind of later in life was to... Um, was to take a break from the entertainment industry because I was a little burnt out by it and um and so it was a little bit of this moment in isolation in my life where i where i took a little break tried to figure out if there was something else that i want to do with my life and then came out of those four years realizing that i still wanted to perform so i i has i mean my chinese has been this kind of fun thing that i've just been able to use in, I, like I'll go to a restaurant and be like, "Oh, can I have a number thirty-three, a number sixty-eight, and a number twelve, please?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like so, like instead of instead of having to know instead of having to know how to say like chicken fried rice or or like bok choy with oyster sauce, I'll just be like, "Can I have a number, you know, twenty-five in Chinese?" <laughs> so like that that's so about cool. <laughs> that's about how much use I've got out of it. Yeah. So American <laughs> Idol. American uh-huh. Idol. How was that? Oh, uh, you know, it's funny we're talking about American Idol because um, I just became reacquainted with this Hawaiian guy who auditioned for Paula Abdul, Simon Cowell, and Randy Jackson right after I did. Wow. So we were standing in the queue to go in chatting like full of nerves and and he I guess we found each other on social media and and I met up with him two days ago and we were sort of sharing our idol experiences from 2006 yeah and and it was nuts because I only spent like 20 minutes talking to this guy and then and then like 14 years later we've become friends which was so cool but yeah but but um it was it was a very intense experience it was like being in a pressure cooker and it was a lot of kind of ups and downs and um yeah it was it was one of the great things about it was being surrounded by so much talent you know like once i made it to the top 60 for top 40 singers out of like 103,000 people who auditioned, yeah, they were they were all I would say like all of them were freaking amazing. Like they were really amazing singers. So so it was just really cool to be in this theater and like watch like 60 singers one after another just kind of blow me away. You know, yeah. And really did you? Cool. Um, how was Simon Cowell? Did you actually get to? 
meet him outside of the sort yeah of, of the show. Yeah, I actually met him when I went when I uh, went to the bathroom, and he was going to the he was like going to the gents' toilets at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was very nice. He was like very kind of normal, down to earth, very yeah, just like n- not the same persona that you associate with Simon Cowell on the screen you know he was just very like yeah just like really nice <laughs> did you and you know yeah. when, when you sort of auditioned did you actually mention No Sweat and North and South or did you just... I did yes yeah. so like if you watch the audition on YouTube um so Paula Abdul she she mentions North she says North South and I I do this funny thing where I correct her and I'm like, North and South. (laughs) And it's this like, it's this really really awkward moment where there's this kind of this silence afterwards and they're all like, oh, he just corrected Paula Abdul. (laughs) And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I just like, some of my friends who like haven't seen that and they, one of my closest friends um, Cindy in New York, she watched my American Idol audition on YouTube very recently, uh, even though it's been on YouTube since 2007. And, sh- and that was the part <laughs> that she like laughed at the most. She was like dying about the North and South part. <laughs> I mean, was that, was, that, was that just her from her own knowledge or was it, I think she genuinely oh, yeah, kind so, of... Yeah, so, so when you go into audition, when you audition for the for the celebrity judges, ah. you're already you're already in the fourth round of auditions. So you've not only auditioned in the big arena in Seattle or whichever city you're at in the US with like ten thousand people, but you've yeah. also gone through two more kind of screenings, screen tests with producers, and also like answered a bunch of information about yourself, like your past experience in performing blah 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 so they they would have been given a bunch of like breakdown notes of of stuff that i had filled in yeah yeah (laughs) do you think if you played her man not a boy she would have liked it should have you should have sang that song you should have sang i'm a man i should (laughs) i should there were like a lot of things in that audition Here's the thing, right? I gave a, a really good audition and, and I made it to Hollywood week and I sang really well, which is not always the case because yeah, you, can, yeah. you can have good auditions, bad auditions. And I was lucky that the audition that ended up having like 250,000 views on, on YouTube, thank God I, I did a good one. You know? <laughs> but, um, but I also like said a few things in the audition that I don't think really helped my cause, you know? And so I think probably if I'd, if I'd have burst into song and started singing Man Not A Boy, I would have been way, done way better in the show for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like originality, isn't it? It's, you know, it's technically yeah. your own song and uh-huh. songwriting You don't skills. understand. You don't, you don't understand. understand. You don't understand. Yeah. You don't understand. Oh, I'm a man, not a boy. Man, not a boy. Man, not a boy. Oh, I, I, I just had to get that in there while I'm chatting to you. I thought I, thought I was going to run out of time. <laughs> Wait, here, let me give you a round of applause. Uh, yes. Great, thank you. Bravo. Thank you very much. You're, 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 you're too kind. So you've got uh, a show on uh, the O. Oprah's Network, Real Life, the musical. I mean, how did that come about? Yeah, so um, this was a friend of mine, Romina Garber, who was in the year below me at college. And, um, oh, my friend's bringing me some, my friend Ali's bringing me oatmeal. Thank you, Ali. Hello. Oh, my goodness. That's (laughs) sweet. That's so sweet. Um, so yes, yeah, she she was working for a um, entertainment uh, like a, a TV production company in Los Angeles, and she heard about these guys who were, I guess, her boss. Yeah, her boss and and a couple of his business associates 
were putting together a um, sizzle reel, they called it, for a new TV, new reality TV show concept. And they were that looking for a so host. American. Right? Yeah. Sizzle so reel. They, they, a sizzle <laughs> reel, yeah, a sizzle reel. Um, and they were looking for somebody who had um, on-camera hosting experience and also a background in, in song and dance. So um, she put my name forward and I was performing in Vegas at the time in a show there called uh, Vegas The Show, which is still running um, 10 years later. Well, not during COVID obviously, but was still running. Um, and, and so I traveled back from Vegas to LA to do a, a screen test for the sizzle reel and, um, and then ended up getting it ended up getting it and it was picked up by the Oprah Winfrey network and we filmed 10 episodes and I got to be like a reality TV show presenter for, for 10 episodes. It was like, it was really <laughs> fun. It was really fun. Yeah. I mean, did you, did you get to meet Oprah? Please say yes. I did not. Oh. No, I didn't meet Oprah. In fact, when I went to one of the producers and said, hey, so I'm applying for a green card and I was wondering if you think like Oprah might be able to write me a letter of recommendation. <laughs> and she just like, <laughs> she just, she like rolled her eyes and, and just kind of laughed at me, you know, like that was the most Yeah, what's Oprah gonna do? Yeah. Run for president <laughs> potentially or write a letter of recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you had to ask, right? You got to shoot ask. your shot, man. You got to shoot your yeah. shot. Shoot is yeah. shoot. So you, yeah. you had to, and you're working for the Oprah Network. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure right. the check. I'm sure it's like a big O on the check, anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it turns out I didn't need Oprah's letter because I got the green card. So it all. It all ended I was gonna well. say you're yeah. a long, long way from Stockport, aren't you? And you got your <laughs> your green card, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, eleven time zones away right now from Stockport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been long in America away. now? Since two thousand and one. Almost long twenty time. years. Yeah, like almost half my life. Yeah. So naturally, yeah, yeah, the yeah, accent yeah. is gonna disappear, isn't it? It, it fluctuates. You know, when I come back to England, my accent becomes more English sounding. And then when I'm, <laughs> when I'm here, it just, it's like an instant flip of the switch that I'm not even conscious of. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird because I can, obviously I can hear it, but I'm not conscious of it happening. It just sort of, oh, back in America. And I think the, <laughs> one, of the, one of the reasons why my accent became Americanized was because in my freshman year, in college, I would just, I just wasn't being understood by people. So I'd go to the coffee shop or I'd go to wherever the library and I'd like ask for whatever. And they, they would just invariably always come back with what, what, what? <laughs> Even though I was speaking English, speaking English like pretty, pretty clearly, um, I just would constantly be misunderstood. So I, I just adjusted the way that I speak and yeah. So yeah, is uh, stuck. <laughs> so is the Hawaii thing a permanent thing, or you're going to be going back? I said LA. You live, don't you? Yeah, I'm based in LA. Um, you know, I I think so. It just seems um, like the right place to be right now. Um, yeah. Because my basically my my options are well, I've got any number of options, but I, the two. Other choices would be either LA or Manchester, going back to my family, because I have my parents and my three siblings, and I have eight nieces and nephews, and they're all in the greater Manchester area. Yeah. So that, that would be like a logical place to go. And I've, and I've talked with my family a lot about it, and, and I probably will at some point, but it's, you know, it's like uh, lockdown and quarantine yeah, for two yeah. weeks in, in either my sister's house or whatever versus now I've like just arrived on this new island which has like even less cases of the of the um coronavirus than Oahu does and so 
and there are all these new hiking opportunities and like this just beautiful paradise setting yeah. with like hard, hardly any of the virus here at all. So it just sort of selfishly seems like a great place to be. Yeah, and yeah. one look at that view, I don't blame you. Just yeah. The, oh, there he is. There's the view again. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Palm trees, <laughs> clear blue sky, bit of water. Is that a swimming pool yeah. I see over there it's as well? It's a swimming pool. It is. It's a swimming pool and the ocean. And you get oatmeal <laughs> served as well. I mean... Yeah, look at that. Oh, that, that, that looks... Proper healthy that does. That yeah, right. Well healthy. Uh huh. Yeah. got that. Land we... what, 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 Landed what, on my feet. <laughs> no. what, what, what more do you want? All right. So uh... yeah, and yeah. No, it's it's good because I, you know, I had a, a group chat with my family yesterday, with my parents and my sister, and my two nieces. So it, it's I. I I probably communicate with them more since the pandemic than I did before, you know, when I was just on the, you know, like working on cruise ships and stuff. So yeah, I, I, um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't feel that I'm more distanced from my family than I have been since I left England. So, yeah. 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 Well, you've got yeah. the, uh, the technology, so that kind yeah. of helps as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. Thank goodness. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, had you thought about, cause there are like a few boy bands out there who have kind of used zoom to come back together and, and do songs. I think Backstreet oh. Boys did something. Yes, they thinking, did. I saw that. Yeah. Why don't you get on a blower to North and South, do a little <laughs> zoom performance, oh, get, that's the internet, a good idea. get the internet buzzing. That's a great idea. That's a great idea, my friend. You so yeah. have to do that. You yeah, that's, you a, so that's have a really to good that. idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm let... gonna put my thinking cap on, and uh, yeah, that's oh. a really good idea. And <laughs> and also, you need to speak to the right people and get the music on Spotify or Apple or whatever music platform there is, because there's no North and South. Is it not? Is no, it not really? There is really? nothing on the streaming sites. That's crazy. Yes, wow. it is. Huh. So if you, even if you're on, let's say, Apple Music and you search for North and South, there's nothing, I don't nothing think on so. there. How did I not know that? Wow. Okay. You, you need to get on to yeah. the necessary people and <laughs> get it on the streaming sites. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You're right. Right. I wanna, I wanna be able to not go on YouTube all the time, and yeah. I wanna go on the streaming sites and yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. listen to a bit of North and South. Yeah, if I yeah, want to. yeah, and you should have that right. Should yes. have that right. So yeah, you Absolutely. need. So yeah, that's okay. that's your homework. So okay. you need to get the lads Two back things. together, and you need yeah. to get North and South <laughs> music on streaming sites. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get those two um, two things in motion. I'm gonna <laughs> get the, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the ball rolling. Yes. Yeah, I think I think Sam Chapman might be the first person to approach about that. Yep, your Saint Ethelberger buddy. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, or James or Lee. Yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, we've got a group chat on Messenger, so um, I'll put I'll put that out there. And see what we can do between the four of us. Yes, yeah. do it, do it, do it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for this reunion. You, you need it, it needs to happen. And uh, would you do it all over again? So like the north and south, no sweat, everything. Would you do all of that? Oh again? yeah. You mean if I would to go back in time, or yeah. would I do it all over? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. My, I mean, north and south was that was my introduction to my whole career, you know, it was like, what got me to London? I, it, it's what got my foot in the door in, in the West End. And it's, and that's where it all started. Yeah, I kind of owe it. I owe my whole career to North and South. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, you know what? My sister was also a fan of North and South as well. Oh yeah. 
Is she your your big sister? Big sister, yeah. yeah. So yeah, married to my brother-in-law, yeah. and we we do the pod together. And oh, it was something yeah. like she would sing as well. Like I'm yeah. a man, not a boy. Like honestly, that was like <laughs> if I if I if I do like a top ten of '90s British pop. This would yeah. be right in it, and anthems the... of the time, sure, yeah, nineteen ninety seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> and I would say to people like, if I'm a man, not a boy, if it ain't in your top ten, then you need to go back and you need to do your list again. <laughs> I'm not having it. In terms of British pop, if that's not on your top ten, <laughs> nope. Go back and do your list again, and you better include this song. Well, that was that was one of kind of one of the cool things about North and South is that our audience was very targeted. It was it was definitely we had really young fans. You know, we had like eight year old and you like nine year old yeah, fans. Yeah, so, yeah. So that was that was really cool. You know, because it was we were we were banned for kids. You know, and, it, and yeah, it was, yeah, it was sweet. Really and, sweet. And, and the thing was like it wasn't like. For like, because obviously, like we're like lads or whatever. We're like seeing, you know, guys on on TV, and they're like, yeah. And, and at the time, it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> so like, even like the No Sweat theme song, like that just seemed yeah. cool. <laughs> like, you know what? It James, cool. <laughs> like James Hurst's fashion sense. Honestly, when yeah. I think when he was going to watch you guys perform at the school, he was like rocking in like um yeah. scouts outfit. Honestly, uh, I was yeah. crazy <laughs> when I told like, what the hell were you wearing? He's like scout clothing and, uh, and he's like, funny. oh well no, the interesting thing about that is that this the scout obviously the scouts clothing was part of the script of the TV show. But whenever you saw James as James, you know, the rock star James, that was yeah. him. Like, that was, he brought that to the party, you know? Like, that was all him. Yeah, that was just his style. Yeah. And you know what? We was like, even, because you know what? There, there mm. isn't enough episodes on YouTube. There's only like half no. of them. And right. Yeah. It's like, we're watching it, and it, it reaches to the point where you guys form the band. And then there's yeah. no episodes. Like me and my brother, yeah. like, we oh, want yeah. more. We want to see how the band develops. Yeah. And and Jimmy's mum, we wanted to find out her backstory. She's amazing. She Harriet was a Thorne. character. I was she just was... watching her on, um, she's on Absolutely Fabulous. And I was just watching Ab Fab and she popped up on it a few times. She and I are friends on on Facebook. And I she amazing. came to our... Um, she came to our 22-year reunion as well. Oh, <laughs> of course she did. Yeah. And yeah, did she and, and was um, she entering competitions still? Because there was a bit where she has like all coupons. the dog food. Yeah, yeah. there's like, all the dog food. It's like oh, yes. you don't we don't have a dog though. And you just have all this like lined up dog food. And we were like, oh, what is God, her backstory? Brilliant. We were like, we wanted to find out yeah. more about her. What's what's her story? She she came from Norfolk. Yeah. You know, is she on the run? Is she divorced yeah, from her husband? Yeah, right. Did she kill him? We yeah. were thinking, what happened with her? Well, I, I loved the second series as well, because um, once we did the second series, we were already established as a, as a band. So it yeah. was more like we were playing ourselves in a, in mm -hmm. a way, instead of these characters. Um, and it was nice because we each kind of had a featured moment. So there was an episode where um, I fell in love with a ghost in an old kind of Jacobean mansion. And I got to like write a song that our, our manager, Tom Watkins came to me and said, I have this song title, Love at First Sight. And I, I'd love you to write something. So I wrote the song on the piano and, 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 um, and then I got to perform it um, on the piano on a live UK tour. And the footage, they used the footage from that in No Sweat. And so the, wow. it was this like beautiful moment where I got to, um, showcase my my composing and my my singing and and it was uh yeah it, and, it, and i don't have access to that like it happened um it happened like 20 what is it 23 years ago yeah. and I've, I've like not seen that episode in probably as many years you know like it's gotta be somewhere but it has to be somewhere because someone yeah. put four episodes up yeah us, and we're like yeah where's the rest Where's yeah. the rest? I want, I want to see the rest. Uh, 
I would love to get access to that. There has to be a way, like there has to be somebody at the BBC who has archives of that stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which I could probably find if I just put the the effort in, you know? Yeah. I mean, Homework number three. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say, put that on your list as well. Get, yeah. get, get all of No Sweat and put it on... Um, yeah. You know what I was thinking? Because like... We was kind of thinking in terms of my pod, because literally what we do is we cover old school TV programs from days gone by, like from the 50s, 60s, 70s, from it don't matter where, what show it is, what country it was from. Like we, right. what we kind of wanted to do was to kind of have all of the episodes of the TV shows, particularly ones that people might not know about too much and kind of just have them somewhere so that people yeah. can, can watch them. Yeah. And, we, yeah, and, yeah. And, and no sweat would be one of them yeah because i want yeah, yeah. i want people to watch this and enjoy it because you know it was so much fun to watch like yeah, janice yeah, and carly yeah. the two cliched bullies yeah 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 everything about it like it was just so much so much fun and uh oh i'm so happy to hear that you yeah that it it, it affected your life in that way you know that's so big so part sweet. of my childhood big part yeah. of my childhood it really so really sweet. was and it's it's crazy because like it, it's such a long time ago and you don't think stuff like this did exist and then i'm watching the opening credits and i'm hearing i'm a man not a boy for the first time in like ages i'm like yes they yeah. did exist and <laughs> yes i did watch them growing up and i did love it so much and uh -huh. to this day like like i said like the songs all hold up they really, really do. <laughs> I don't know nice. what song it was I was talking about. So do you remember the song Pretty Fly for a White Guy by The Offspring? Fly for a White Guy. Um, I don't remember Yeah, that so song. this was a, a song, like, as a kid. Loved it okay. so okay. much. We, uh -huh. I heard it again for, like, the first time the other week. And I was like, I like this song? I'm like, <laughs> I like this song? Like, whoa, like, this song aged horribly but like uh, okay with north and south like huh. i'm a man or a boy like i didn't feel yeah. that way. i didn't think oh this is a bit yeah yeah, yeah. 90s and retro whatever i'm listening to it thinking okay yeah. this is this is catchy and i literally shared the link to my friend she's i think a little bit younger than i am because i just mm -hmm. thought oh, do you remember this and i think she was like oh right this was before my time, she said, yeah. making me feel old. Yeah, she goes, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. what she said was, it was really good. She was like, right. it's a vibe. Like right. the whole yeah, song, yeah. it is a vibe. It's catchy. It's yeah. All of those huh. things. And it holds up 22 years later. It yeah, I think, I definitely think Tom Watkins was onto something that he was the, the manager. Because he, he sort of would, he had access to all of these major uh, DJs in London who were kind of famous for playing all the gay clubs and 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 he would get them to do remixes of our songs yeah and then he would use samples of their remixes in the actual single itself so when you hear that very beginning like man 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 man, man I'm a man and all that that was done by like this really at the time very like hip um nightclub DJ and so that yeah. became the be beginning of the actual official single. So it's, it's it, it definitely had a sort of edginess to it. Yeah. Definitely. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God, yeah. Like it's, it, that song is still <laughs> in my head because, you know, we, we did the part of the episode. So, like, it's, it's still in my head. I think breathing is yeah. still in my head. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Tarantino's new star as well. <laughs> That's a really like I, clever title for a song. I think. Yeah, I, I like the so. the music video for that's really fun. Yeah. I, we had a really good time filming that. Um, well, the, what the story behind that is that the the original title was "Who Do You Think You Are," and then the Spice Girls released "Who Do You Think You Are." Like right before. Could you not? Could you not have <laughs> right like before. given a cease and desist? Like, whoa! <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't copyright a title. So oh. th at that point, we were like, okay, well, we, I guess, the management. You know what you could have um, said to them? You could have said to them, um, "Stop right now. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll have that title back. Okay. <laughs> you see what I did there? Mm. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, it was kind of, what, what an amazing time. It was such an amazing time to be in the public eye, you know, like at the same time as the Spice mm. Girls, you know, because I, I was a huge Spice Girls fan and they, they had, we had the same promotions company as them. So we oh, would go nice. into this promotions, uh, promotional like PR company in, in London called, I think they were called Brilliant Promotions. And we got to see all the Spice Girls videos before they came out and we were just kind of jaws <laughs> on the floor. Like I remember seeing their second single video, Say You'll Be There and just being like, this is the best thing what, were you ever. There? <laughs> Were you What's there on that? the shoot or were you there on oh, the shoot? No, or just, just, just seeing it, just seeing, um, it yeah. seeing like the very newly cut edited video um, yeah. in, on the screens inside this, this um, promotions PR company ah, office. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the, with the four guys, the three other guys and, and just, <sighs> yeah, we were just kind of on this whirlwind tour of like right in the heart of the, the music industry in, in London. And it was, it was amazing. I was gonna say, yeah. like, in terms of like the '90s, that era, like, there was the the like boy bands, girl bands. Yeah, group, it was stacked. Yeah, and it was. You guys, yeah. I think, managed to sort of find your way in between and yeah. kind of break out in the middle of the pack. So, because obviously you had Spice Girls, I think you had Steps, you had uh-huh. um, All Saints, All Saints, Boyzone. Yeah. I think was still going. Yeah. Yeah, take that. Take that as well. Take that had kind of gone from uh, they just they, I think Robbie left. Oh, maybe a year before. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So and so you'd have these radio road shows that we'd take part in, and and you we'd travel all over the country, and and we would perform with all of these other like boy bands and stuff, and like all over all over the UK, and and it was uh, it was. It was really fun. It was really fun. And we got invited to all the movie premieres. And I remember going to the Hercules premiere, the Disney film. And do so one of the actors, actresses from Home and Away, who ended up breaking out into Hollywood, her name is Isla Fisher. And she played the role of Shannon on Home and Away. Right. And I thought she was the bee's knees. Like, I just loved her so much. And I got to dance with her at the oh. Hercules pre- premiere after party, which was just like the coolest thing. Cause I was, <laughs> I was like 18 years old, you know? And I was, and here I was like dancing with this girl that I'd watched on TV like 10 years before. And maybe not that long before, but. I don't think I would have had the courage to like, if, I, if there was like a girl <laughs> that I fancied and ask her to, I, I wouldn't, and she's famous, like, whoa. Yeah, that was, stuff like, like that was so, yeah, it was But I think, really, I guess really at amazing. the time you had like a little bit of clout. So you could say, yeah, I'm on, I'm on TV, I'm yeah. on North and South. So I think <laughs> in that sense, you can, you know, give yeah. the chat and. Well, that was a cool thing because these these celebrities kind of knew who we were, you know. Like so, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty. It was it was amazing. I think I sat something like I was like four rows behind Madonna at the Evita premiere when we when we went to the Evita premiere, <laughs> and um and and we went to the like the after party. So you're with like Andrew Lloyd Webber and Antonio Banderas and like all these like A list people, and and it was um it was it was nuts. Yeah, Dude, it was nuts. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, Madonna. That's <laughs> that's like the pinnacle, isn't it? Like sitting four right? rows. Yeah. <laughs> in front of in front of Madonna. Yeah, yeah, iconic. Should have asked Legend. her to dance. Right. <laughs> I bet she would have as well. I bet she would have. If you'd asked, hundred percent, she would have. She would have went for it. Oh, that's funny. You'd be like, yeah, hey, I'm 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 in North and South. <laughs> I, think the secu- I think the security would have been on me very fast. <laughs> well, very I'm, a, fast. I'm a man, not a boy. <laughs> you could have well, gone it wouldn't have, it was... <laughs> <laughs> No, it, we we were um we were not the best behaved bunch because we were we loved to oh. drink and we would go to some of these like I remember getting thrown out of the Ant and Deck album launch party for 
basically getting drunk and and dancing on a stage where we went but with Lee. Like Lee and I got like ridiculously drunk, <laughs> took our shirts off, started doing all these this ridiculous like dancing and like pouring beer over ourselves. <laughs> and 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 two like literally two security guards picked me up and threw me out of that party. And I think it was Deck. It was either Ant or Deck. I think it was Deck came out and was like, it's okay, you can, it's Tom, like you can like let him back in. And he like let me back into his album launch party. Wait, 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 wait. So Ant and Deck were releasing music still in 98 or whenever this- uh, 90, oh yeah, yeah. Party was. Oh yeah, they were, they were, um, because they were in Biker Grove, right? I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, yeah, yeah, so they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blind, and, and they... <laughs> yeah, can exactly. he see, man? He can he see? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, yeah, they, were rele- they released an album in 97, yeah. And we went to the album launch party and... I thought they just we had were friends one with album. Them, you know, like... Wow, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this was an album launch party. Yeah, and 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 we we knew them. Like we kind of met them several times, and so yeah, it, it was it was it was nice to be invited back into the party <laughs> after being thrown out. But then the, did, it, uh... it became um, sorry. Yeah, it it became like this article in Smash Hits magazine. Like Tom from North and South gets <laughs> thrown out of Anton Deck's album launch party. And um, and the ma- our management company loved it. Like they loved stuff like that. Whenever we got in the press for stuff like that, they really Publicity. encouraged this sort of belligerent behavior. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like <laughs> millions of people read Smash Hits back in the yeah. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy thing <laughs> is, like, if I look through like my files or whatever, I probably have a copy of Smash Hits lying around. And it might be oh, like a, sure. a picture yeah. of, of like you like being flung out. <laughs> Just imagine that as the front page, yeah. North and South, <laughs> Tom, thrown out. Exclusive. <laughs> like, like, just in big red writing uh, and just, you know, uh, selling yeah. that. And people were like, oh my God, I want to read that. I people read love that. that. They love that stuff, you know? Yeah. You should yeah, have done yeah. the "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" dance on uh, one of the tables. <laughs> that would have that would have riled Anton Deck up, you know. We, that's Let's probably what we rumble. were doing. That's Let's probably get ready what to we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we did that either at that party or at one of these parties. Yeah. We were doing the "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" dance. Yeah. Watch us wreck the mic. Watch us wreck the mic. Psych. Psych. <laughs> I can't believe they allowed uh, them to do another album after the the first one. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, yeah. Maybe not, it not... was something else. Maybe it was some other thing that they were doing. Um, yeah. Like not, gonna, not gonna lie thing, though, I, sure. I, I I am quite partial to "Let's Get Ready to Rumble." Honestly. Yeah, "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" was a great hit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Every time they just perform it, because I think um they've got Anton <laughs> Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway, so uh-huh. it's one of those where that they'll just sort of perform it. And it's one of those where it just brings back again so much yeah. memories. Yeah. You know what, right? You better, you better watch out for Anton Deck because you know they do pranks on that show. If they, okay. if they like remember North and yeah. South and you uh-huh. trying to ruin their big album, <laughs> you know what, we've got, we got to find a way to get this Tom guy back. <laughs> You're going to be like on one of their sort of pranks that they do. Oh gosh, that's amazing. Like, well, yeah, they... yeah, who knows? Like, if if um if they get wind of this podcast, <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, yeah, maybe I know where Tom is. If you ever wanted to prank him again, <laughs> so they'll just have like people disguised as builders come into your house and be like, right, we need to take this <laughs> down, all this stuff, and it could happen. <laughs> some uh, some local Hawaiian builders, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you better be on the lookout. They they could be they they could be out there right now, you know. <laughs> oh. Last la- last question: Where can we find you on the socials? Uh, so my Instagram handle is Tom Low USA. So T O M L O W E USA. 
Uh, and then uh, I'm also on, on I have a Facebook professional page as well. Just That's just, you know, my name, Tom Lowe. Um, and I'm all over YouTube. I've got like a bunch of, I think I've got like nine music videos that I've made as a solo artist. Um, and some of them I've, I've got professional uh, videos and some of the videos that I've shot and edited on my iPhone, just with friends and stuff. But um, yeah, I've got like one and a half albums that I've recorded in LA. And, and so it's all music from, from that stuff. So yeah, if you just put, um, if you just put my name into YouTube, there's like a bunch of stuff there. Yeah. And I, I'm, I've also, um, I've also put together a, a little um, murder mystery comedy drama series mm. starring my nieces and nephews and the kids of, of my cousins that I write, direct, shoot, and edit on my iPhone. Awesome. And, uh, and, and we've done two seasons of that. The nice. first, first season has six episodes and the second one has nine episodes. Um, so that's, that's a bit of a laugh. No, I was called, I was, sorry, I was going to yeah. say like, is there anything new that you want to kind of tell people that you're working on? So that's oh. the one thing, isn't it? Oh, um, well, the, well that, that, so that TV YouTube series is called Cluedo, the next generation, like oh, the board nice. game Cluedo, but I Cluedo, like the next generation. And, um, as far as music goes, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm writing, I'm working on a couple of musicals that, I'm, that I co-write. One is a musical based on uh, my experiences behind the scenes on American Idol, and it's kind of a dark comedy, a bit of a satire mm. on, on reality TV and the downfall of Western civilization. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> bit of a mouthful, and the, uh, that is. Uh, <laughs> and the second one, the second musical is, is, is um, so the first one has been in the works since... Um, for a few years and the second one is one that we've just started writing and it's it's totally different it's about a a um cruise ship full of um jewish refugees escaping nazi germany in 1939 so it's like pretty heavy and mm. like a historic a historical piece but i'm working on um i'm composing the music for that and co-writing the lyrics and my writing partner writes the um the book so the libretto the dialogue and he and he co-writes the lyrics with me and so i've been working on those here in hawaii and i also have been writing songs like i wrote a a song for black the black lives matter movement called uh, better world and that's on my um that's on my facebook professional page and i'm playing oh, the ukulele because awesome. i picked up the ukulele yeah, I picked up the ukulele here in Hawaii, and, I, and so I wrote a, a little song for that on the on the ukulele. Yeah. Um, so if you have any trouble finding that, I think it's facebook.com backslash backslash lowdown productions. Okay. So like L O W E down productions. Yeah, that's the Facebook professional page. I'm definitely yeah. gonna gonna check that out. I mean, I mean, I, I want to ask mm -hmm. you now. Sorry, I mean. In terms, what made you write the song about the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, it was actually an email sent by the president of Harvard University. And um, Harvard is, 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 is quite a liberal school. So they're, they're very much about like, um, I don't know, like promoting equality among minorities and that kind of thing. And so he wrote this, um, this email to the entire Harvard community and I just thought he he um expressed a lot of points that were really kind of well articulated and I and I basically took his letter and turned it into song lyrics and added my own things here and there and then yeah wrote the music on my ukulele and put it on Facebook. <laughs> it, awesome awesome like i definitely yeah go and check that out i definitely will i'm gonna go listen to it and yeah tom like i said thank you so much for talking with me i'm gonna i'm gonna let you go before we start we start talking for like another hour <laughs> or two 
but like honestly, my absolute pleasure yeah i can't Anytime. i can't thank you enough and yeah like good luck with what you're doing and we'll definitely speak thank to you you, you too you too mate great right. to meet you thank you, you so too. much all right okay. cheers tom bye right. take care that was tom lowe from north and south what a top bloke thank you so much again for agreeing to talk that was so much fun and there's plenty more where that came from so if you want to listen to more yesterday's capers then it's available wherever you get your podcast from download it like share subscribe tell your mates tell your mates 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 and tell them as well so give it a listen we've just come to our one year birthday so again thank you so much if you've been listening i really really do appreciate the support and yeah keep on listening so we can make it another year and in terms of socials you can find yesterday's capers on instagram at yesterday's capers one we're on facebook at facebook.com forward slash yesterday's capers we're on twitter at yesterday capers you can find me on instagram at abdullah underscore molim and you can find me on Twitter at Abdullah Molim, all one word. Give me a holler, give me a shout and join us next time for another episode of Yesterday's Capers. <laughs>